hello and welcome back to Orc Mischief. So today, what we are going to be talking about is stereotyping bias. Now, for my um, for my uh, project, I decided to go and find a girl who I have known from some of my English classes. Her name is Peyton. I'm not going to give her last name because this is on the internet, but uh, she's Jewish. And I thought that was a really um, great thing to uh, really talk about, uh, especially now that it's uh, Rosh Hashanah and leading into Yom Kippur. Um, so my best friend growing up was Jewish. So I have a baseline understanding of, um, you know, how temples go just from being there with her and that sort of stuff. But my understanding of Rosh Hashanah um, and Yom Kippur are not enough because um, from when I talked to Peyton, she told me a lot about how her experience as a more Orthodox um, Jewish person is really difficult for her around this time of year. Now, you may wonder why. Um, it's because uh, this is the high holidays. You know, these are the holiest days of the Jewish year. And a lot of Jewish people, as she talked about, um, are, you know, um, forced by their jobs and by schools to not uh, be able to celebrate the way they need to. Now, Peyton described to me in detail, like, what a Yom Kippur service is like. There's a lot of singing and celebrating, and apparently in some uh, more reformed uh, temples, there's dancing, but not in hers. Um, but it's a celebration of life and a new plate. But after Yom Kippur, after, sorry, after Rosh Hashanah, um, uh, the whole week is spent thinking about trying to be a good person, which culminates in Yom Kippur, which is a day where you are supposed to atone for your sins and not do much. Now, for us this year, Yom Kippur um, may fall on a day when people are working. It ends the evening of Monday, September 28th. Now, on Yom Kippur, you're not supposed to eat. You're not supposed to drink for uh, more Orthodox Jews, as Peyton is. Um, and because of that, she may not be able to do her work properly, not just uh, thinking about that, but she needs to be at the temple all day, you know, thinking about what she needs to do better, thinking about uh, what she's done wrong uh, over the past year. It's a day that's very solemn for a lot of Jewish people. But if you're not thinking about it in the classroom, you could schedule a test for that day, say, or you could have a heavy project due that day and not even be thinking about um, the Jewish students in your classroom who have given their whole week leading up to it in intense like reflection and such wonderful, like it's a beautiful and wonderful holiday meant to become a better person. But because of Eurocentrism and um, like Christian centric schooling, a lot of students are sat by the wayside for this incredibly crucial holiday. You know, part of what Peyton really did when I talked to her was talk about the beauty of the celebration of Rosh Hashanah. Um, it's celebrated with your family, with your community. And it's such a joyous occasion. The Hebrew 
the chant, the canter, all of these wonderful things coming together for a celebration of a clean slate. And that's something that we should encourage with our students. It's something which is really beautiful and which unfortunately a lot of teachers forget about in the scope of their teaching year. You know, this is coming close to midterms and a lot of midterms are grueling for students. They come with projects, they come with hardships, they come with hours of studying. And to not let your Jewish students celebrate an, an important, a beautiful holiday, you are discriminating against them. So that's something really important which we need to talk about.